Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back to Michael and Steve, Steve. presents Welcome You To. Welcome. No, Michael and Steve invite you to come on. <laughs> you do. That's a new Feel one. the, the, the 40th, 40th States, States project. project. Possibly featuring Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> featuring. No, I don't know. Yeah. No, he's not here. And he'll never be here. Well, I mean, we're in contact with him every single time, so, you know. We are. Know. So he is, again, he is the third co-host. My inkling, I've sent him a few uh, versions of, like, you know, some of the podcasts. Uh-huh. And I'm getting the feeling that he's not feeling it. He's not feeling the podcast. <laughs> but it's probably because mostly we're just criticizing his work. <laughs> Right. Which is hard to take as an artist, you know? It is hard to take. You know, I figured he wouldn't be so insecure since he's had a lot of, you know, a lot of success. But, um, you Those know. are usually the most insecure people. Yeah. You're probably right about that. Because they just push themselves and... Just push themselves. To try to oh, man, get man. validation. Yeah. Very self-critical. Um, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, you know, maybe someday we'll, we'll have him on. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so um, we're going to start out with some... Well, I don't know. We're kind of workshopping things to do in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Last time, I went with an anecdote of a song I was listening to on the way here. Right. Um, this time, I don't have anything off off the top i don't know do you have something i don't think i have any musical anecdotes um i did recently discover like a weird experimental pop outfit that uh i was i've really been enjoying i kind of hated it at first and then i kept listening to it and it's really grown on me but it's called um it's called casey james and the stay puffed kid (laughs) okay and uh so it's the people who do the it's the two guys that do the music for adventure time oh really and it's just totally bananas like like it's complete insanity is it like um dan deacon that wouldn't be the worst comparison yeah okay Yeah. yeah yeah that's sick yeah it's really it's really cool it is like yeah it's hard to like get into the groove of it because it is so like manic. Is it rhythmic? Really? Like, is it a pop? Yeah, band, it is like, like pop project. Yeah, it is like pop. You can dance, basically. I think you could dance to it. Okay. <laughs> I hope you could dance to it. I mean, to me, that's like. Well, we were talking about how my like top songs that I listen to are like "Sugar" by Maroon Five. Yes. Like as long as I don't know, I feel like the songs that I like that are going to be pop you got to be able to just like groove and jam out to them that's so. true it's definitely not that dancing oh, um okay. but like yeah yeah and i think we both enjoy pop music which is sure which is an interesting an interesting thing because i think yeah when we were going to high school together we we're at least i was very like anti-mainstream music i was i think a lot of people are i think you just sort of end up coming around i think also yeah. when you get older you just start to embrace things that like remind you of you know just it's just nostalgia just like sure. directs every like decision you make yeah well and i also think like when i was a kid i wanted everything to have like meaning to it yeah and like a lot of music just doesn't have me and that's fine like it doesn't have to have like it doesn't have to be like right. deep for me to like it yeah i don't know if i even worried about that i think i just yeah had a very specific kind of thing that i liked mm-hmm. or i just didn't have a 
Yeah, I feel like the more musical you listen to, the more you like develop your palette of what mm-hmm. you like. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. So cool. So pop music. Pop music. I'm. Uh, get tough. That's that's a like a pop project. Yeah, you were telling me a little bit about get puff or get not get puff. <laughs> get puff, stay puffed. <laughs> <laughs> or what was the name of your thing? Casey James and the Stay Puffed Kid. Get tough and the Stay Puffed Kids. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, what are they like? It's just a solo project, and I like literally just started getting into it, but it okay. came out and it's like it... dark. Oh, okay. Dark. Um. Yeah, just pop. She's a really great voice. Great. I was listening to it in the car, but. Cool. Yeah, I guess it's just a poppy kind of poppy time. It's poppy. Dibbity it's a poppy pop, time. Pop. I feel like I've said the word pop so many times. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great segue into our album today. Yes, we're dealing with Idaho. Idaho. Actually, Idaho, Idaho <laughs> is what it is. Yes, it's um, it's the Idaho record that Sufjan did. It's got an exclamation mark, exclamation point. point. Yeah, that's why we were enunciating it like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's actually a pretty classic Sufjan thing to do, to have an exclamation point at the end. Oh, yeah. Um, Just some weird so, uh, arbitrary... Yeah, he, yeah. He's really um, he's really psyched about Idaho on this record. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think this record is an enigma to me. Well, it's clearly a departure. It's certainly a departure from his usual work. He was in a weird place, I think, when he wrote this. Isn't he usually? Yeah, but a different kind of weird place. <laughs> so this would have been post-Nevada? Nebraska? Yeah, Nevada. Post-Nevada. Yep. Um, um, and then... I, I think when we say departure, it is a bit of a return to maybe... I don't know. I think once we start reviewing, we'll have kind of a context for, we can be like, this is similar to his, you know, previous work before, as you know, we're going chronologically. So, yes. So it's nice to be able to build on that. I would say this has some similarities to Pennsylvania or yeah, some, yeah. Iowa, maybe. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But um, just in the rock and roll kind of aspect of it. Exactly. This one is more in the vein, though, of like Primus, I feel like. Very Primus forward album. Or at least, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of, um, I wanted to actually ask you what you like heard in the, is sort of the influences of this, because they're a little bit confounding to me. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's like Americana-y kind of rock and roll, I think. Yeah. Like, it's almost like ZZ Top in a way. Yeah, it's it's like road trippy. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. And yeah. it could it could just be because there's a picture of a map on the cover of the album. I don't think so. But though. the way that it opens is like, here's Primus going on a road trip, <laughs> right. and ZZ Top are like their roadies, yeah. and they're going to visit like yeah. The Corn Palace or something. Yeah, it's in the Corn Palace, yes. It's in also, like, kind of the same world as, like, early Modest Mouse, I think. Like, This Is a Long Drive or The Lonesome Crowd of the West. I got, I, yeah, I mean, shamefully, I'm not a... Yeah, well, that's fine. I, I just don't, you know, I don't yeah. have that kind of hipster cred. Well... I'm not a Modest Mouse. We can't, we can't all... <laughs> True. I love Float On. That's a great Float song. On, such a good song. <laughs> I mean, it is a good it song. It is a really good song. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah, same kind of thing, Road Trippy. Primus, I guess, in the way that, like, mostly in the vocal delivery. like Yeah, in some of, like, the guitar, like, the janky kind, kind of, of. But, like, musically, or at least, like, structure-wise, it's pretty, like straightforward rock and roll songs you know yeah. i think primus had a little bit more they were kookiness. much more ex- experimental yeah and this is also not like um well i don't know again not the biggest lyrics guy mm-hmm. but i didn't take like a giant message or any sort of like 
really specific thing out of this. I kind of, it was kind of more like decrypting what they were talking about. Yeah, there's. I think there's there's a lot. Again, like I said, this is this record is an enigma to me because there are a lot of. So the first thing that we should talk about is like this appears to be a Christian record. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. There is a ton okay. of like Christian imagery that they use in Christian references, okay. um, especially in one of the last songs, The Dying Thief. That's like a direct reference to uh, Jesus being on the cross next to the two people. Oh, And then okay. I think like the first line is like, there's a fountain of blood that Emmanuel spilled oh. or something like that. You know what? That kind of goes along because I was thinking it's sort of like either, okay, either these guys are literally like fundamentalist, like really heavily, I mean, gun, guns come up a lot. Guns like, come up a lot. They're like guns. This is what I'm They're either at. like guns Go. rights activists who are like heavy LDC Mormons into like really just crazy hyper religious stuff or it's like a social commentary on it. It could be a social commentary on it. Do you know what Idaho besides potatoes is most famous for? I I thought it was Mormons, but I think that's Utah. That's Utah. Idaho is like a hotbed of white nationalists. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like tons. Like that's where they live. Really? Like they hang out in Idaho. So we're we're riding a fine line here because like either these guys are white nationalists or it's social commentary. And I gotta say, from my research, it could go either way. It could go either way. <laughs> like I don't so know. I don't really understand why <laughs> what Sufyan was doing hanging out with these people. Yes. Oh, true. So we're talking about the Clearly, when he he wrote this as a in, as a band project, as this a isn't a solo. Yeah, yeah this is a... outing. <laughs> and I, I'm, another one of my first impressions, this is a live track record. Yes, I think. yes, we talked a little bit about that, um, and I can I can see that for sure. Um, so I guess he worked together with. Yeah, it's a band. It's really tough to tell if he. If he was just like hanging out with some white nationalists at the time, <laughs> or, like that was just like something he was trying to get into, or if this is like a critique of it. Yeah. Well, so okay, let's see. So we got a little, a little bit of. I got a little, a few notes from the artist on where I don't know, just like general information on the artists. Okay. Um. It's it's uh. So they're leading the third wave of Seattle hard rock. So okay. immediately we know they're, well, they're either from Seattle or they like to identify a Seattle hard rock genre. Uh-huh. Um, they have an updated hard rock sound with densely layered heavy guitar mixed with intimate and decadent imagery. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's... It's interesting that they... Okay, so this record came out in 2010. 2010. So if they right. were leading that, they're no longer leading it. No. Because they haven't released anything else. Correct. At all. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the the name of the group that he did this with was Chelsea, Chelsea Speed, Speed Party. Party yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh... I mean, so what we're thinking is he probably had a pretty heavy writing influence from the members of the band or are we going to kind of dive into his headspace like basically yeah. is Sufjan Stevens a white nationalist I and I don't think that he is now but he may have been <laughs> at this time he wears a lot of hats he wears a lot of hats I've never seen him wear a red hat but it could have happened well and if this was 2010 I mean that would have been pre, pre I don't know the culture of white nationalism in 2010 uh, I don't either. I do think it was definitely a thing. Um, I think it's probably been a thing. You think it's been a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just recently. It just recently popped up. Popped up, you know. Yeah. It's not deeply embedded into the culture of America or anything. No, certainly not. It's, um, 
Okay. Out of the ground. It's what? It popped up out of the ground. Right. It grew with the potatoes in Idaho. In Idaho. So you, so that, that was kind of what you took out of the general lyrics. Yeah. I mean, and that's just a theory. I can't say for sure that that's, that like they are. I mean, so we know for sure the last, the dying thief has biblical imagery for sure. Yes. And a lot of these songs do. So let's start with, let's kind of break it down. Okay. Um, starting with the first song, Skeleton Car. Yeah, let's do it. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. On this on this song, like, the intro guitar, uh, I think is really sick. It's just like this weird, like, um, that they do sort of like a wah thing over. Right. It's it's a pretty cool start. I think it this is. song, I think this song kind of rocks, actually. It does rock. Yeah. Yes, this song does rock. It starts out with the words, Shut and drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got that shuffle. Yeah, this is this is where it's like, oh, okay, we're listening to, you know, Primus. We're, we're, we're listening to some goofiness here. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's, again, with this record, it's really hard for me to tell how serious you're supposed to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a number of times on this record, I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> And yeah. I never really came to a conclusion. It sound it's sounds like it's trying pretty hard to sound edgy. Yeah. To some degree. Um, That's fair. He says something like, "I took some whites. I took some rights." Well, in this one, <laughs> some right turns actually is what it is. Yes. In okay. He says, "I took some whites. I took some right turns." <laughs> Um, which I think whites, I assume he's talking about cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know well as you would interpret whites. Um, I mean, I guess it could be like... White people? Well, yeah. <laughs> You're right. It could be. I like, I don't know. Like it's... Or bones for a skeleton car. Oh. Because he's building a skeleton car? I don't know. I don't know what the skeleton car is. <laughs> I, I don't either. I, I'm assuming... I mean, okay, so let's just do a quick... Let's see. A quick Google search of skeleton car. Beautiful. It just comes up with either frames of a car or a skeleton driving a car. <laughs> Look at how many pictures of skeletons driving cars there is. <laughs> Why? It's like, a, it's like a niche community. Yeah. I think it's probably, it could be a play on like skeleton key, or maybe it's like they have a shitty car that they're driving around that's like kind of yeah. a beater. But again, like this song and the next one, and I think the one after that are all kind of like... There's, like, a theme of violence to them. And so yeah. I wonder if he, like... Because he talks about, like, the cops won't find me or if I won't find nothing in my skeleton car or something like that. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if he has, like, a body in his car or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Really all over the place. It, uh, yes. I, I mean, so I... I guess I keep track more of, like, the instrumentals. This is where I immediately thought... Okay, this is a live tracked album. Yeah. Like, this is when I first heard it with the, again, like that intro thing and like the, mm-hmm. you know, you can almost hear him doing the whammy bar with his guitar. Right. Um, but other than that, yeah. Did you have more? No, more I don't have too much, too much more about that song. Okay. Um, the next one, Hot Like the Sun, mm-hmm. um, is not the best. It kind of, honestly, it has like a yacht rock feel to me a little bit. It yeah. sounds like dad rock to me. Yeah, I mean, I had Bowie-esque, I guess, but again, yeah. vocals. Like, he's got kind of a... It's like he can't decide. This is actually the question I wanted to ask. It wasn't clear to me on the first listen through if there were two vocalists or if it's just one guy. Because the vocal style in this one is real different than the one in the first one. It is. I didn't even think of that, though. I didn't think Sufjan would allow somebody else to sing on his record. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible. I mean, it was a, it was a group. True. Um, so possibly, yeah. Um, but there are times when it sounds like it kind of he flows into like one or the other. But it's just a weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's either like some really disparate influences that made this made his vocals 
be like that. Yeah. Or I guess so. I mean, I, I it sounds like there's two guitars. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple guitars going on. Um, so it's got to be it's got to be a group. I don't know. Bad Not allowed to bite my fingernails? It's bad for you. You're right. It is bad for me. And I've actually quit. Um, You're quitting. Some, I'm quitting. No, I actually already quit. I sometimes gnaw on them a little bit. But I don't usually like... A little through mouse. Them. Yeah. A little mouse. Um, yeah. Don't do it, guys. If you if you bite your fingernails... Do you know... So I bought... I bit my fingernails. I bought my fingernails. I bit my fingernails... <laughs> Uh, basically f- for like a decade and a half. Wow. Starting when? In like middle school. Okay. Um, and one day I, w- I bit my fingers and it just made my f- tooth feel weird. Okay. And that was literally all it took. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, weird like it hurt a lot or? No, it felt almost like, it almost felt like loose or something. Oh, like you felt like you were... Yeah. And then I just stopped biting my fingernails. Wow. Because you didn't want your t- your tooth to fall out? Yeah. It wasn't even as conscious as that, though. Yeah. It was just like, okay, not doing that anymore. <laughs> well, you're doing it now. I I'm mean, not really, though. It's not the same thing. It's like, more I, just like... I have, to, I have to clip my fingernails now. I didn't used to ever clip my fingernails. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really ever bite through the nail anymore. It's more just like a... I just kind of like... Like know. when you're thinking, you'll put your... Yeah. Which is really bad to do in COVID times, probably. But I don't even know. Is that like... Is it still trans... Is it trans- still... Is it transmitted that way? I have no... I don't know. As far as I know, it's... My, you, we don't need to speak on that. I mean, <laughs> I just look it up on I the fucking internet. I think the people need to know our... <laughs> I have no... Nothing I have to say... Go on to the internet, look up what the CDC is telling you to do. I don't know. Wear a mask. I think as far as I know, wearing a mask in public really helps because it's transmitted through the air. You don't. Mm-hmm. I, I I know that you don't necessarily have to like sanitize everything that you bring into your home from deliveries or whatever anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's not like... Uh, Obviously, any precautions that you can take are probably for the best. I don't know if it's, like, not trans... I don't know. know. Yeah. Okay. But biting your fingernails in general... I I mean, I I guess I do it, too. Yeah. Sometimes. I still have other nervous habits I do. I chew on the insides of my cheeks. That's bad. Yeah, it is bad. That could hurt. I wonder what I do. I also... I still haven't... I had it for a while. My uh, my cuticles. I used to... Dude, I do that, too. Yeah, my girlfriend always gets mad at me for that. Yeah, and I'll just like, that's not a good. That's not a good thing. It's not. It's not a good thing. Um, and it was. I was really good about it for a while, and then I came back. But it's all right. It's all right. All right. Let's uh, let's move on from our nervous habits. Well, okay. So we were on hot like the sun. I just saw that the few, or I guess the few notes I had. I said I couldn't finish it. Yeah, it's this not a particular. It's, like, it's, it, was, it was too track. long. Um, this is the start of the gun imagery, mm-hmm. where it's like, buy a gun and I'll fucking shoot you in the throat or yeah, something. Yeah, well, wasn't that? But <laughs> what I thought was interesting is he says uh, something about a gun, and then he says, "You fuckers better run." Yeah, which they dropped an f bomb, which is interesting for. Uh, yeah, Christian well, group. and did they even have an explicit? I don't think so, but I'm sure that it slipped through the cracks of Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're not looking that good. Yeah, and the other thing is they have, they describe like a a gypsy woman, and like they? gypsy is like a slur, <laughs> like yeah, that's just kind of like a commonly accepted. I don't know if in 2010 it was like people were kind of conscious of it, and obviously the context is is appropriate, but like the way. He's just like talking poorly about a woman and referring to her as like a gypsy. Yeah. Also, I don't really even think that they have gypsies in Idaho. Well, no. I mean, it's it's more like a offensive. It's like an offensive term 
for I think it's like Romanian or something for like oh, that yeah, for they that call community. It, they call it like call them Romani, Romani, right. or something like that. But I don't actually know if gypsy is an offensive word. It it yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think um, I know saying that you got gypped is is a bad word. You can't say that. I'm really wondering whether we're gonna have to bleep. No. I think we probably Maybe. should. Maybe. You know, let's just move on. I, let, let's let's bleep what we were doing, and then we'll just move on. And we'll just say that the way that he was describing a woman in itself was, like, sexist. It was, And yes. kind of shitty. <laughs> well, actually, I think there are other parts where we'll get back to sexism <laughs> in this. Would you like to know, though, what Wikipedia has to say about it? Real quick, one second. Sure, we'll, we'll leave it the Roma, with this. The Romani people are widely known in English by the exonym, I don't know what an exonym is, uh, gypsies, which is considered by some Roma people to be pejorative due to its connotations of illegality and irregularity. So, sounds like in some circles it would be offensive, in some it wouldn't. All right. That's like some... Native American people are offended by being called Indians. Some actually call themselves Indians. So, well, and you can't put we'll them all find in out box. further in this album. They literally <laughs> say Indian. <laughs> so Thank we're you. just hitting all the taboos in this album. Yes, absolutely. Really riding that line, and it's really you know appropriate that. Well, I don't know. I think I saw some pictures, but that like. Just a bunch of white guys are the ones like exploring <laughs> the boundaries of what is and isn't allowed in rock and roll. Yeah, leading the way of Seattle hard rock. Yes, from from Idaho somehow. <laughs> I think it's just a who knows. You think they're actually from Seattle? They I were leading the were. way in <laughs> yeah, the Seattle right. hard rock scene in right. 2010. So either they were based in Idaho and creating Seattle hard rock. Which I guess is like Nirvana. Yeah. Or yes, they're from Seattle. I just I just assume they're from Idaho. That's kind of an unfair assumption. It's unfair. You think you think it's not fair to them? <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to pause. Okay, uh, let's move on to Idaho. Idaho. Idaho! The title track. The title track. Um, yeah, this one, again, is... This one, I noted particularly, it kind of reminded me of some early Modest Mouse and it, and some Primus, of course. Yeah, rock um, and roll for sure. Rock and roll for sure. Just rocking out. Uh, the only lyrics that I pulled out of this one that I remember is something about, It's in the Bible! <laughs> yeah. Or something like, There's no survival! <laughs> it's, it's in, in the, the Bible. Bible! Yeah, that's where I was like, Is this, more, is this like Mormonism? Is this like... Some sort of fundamentalist religion, something. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. And then I went back to the like Idaho versus Utah thing. But yeah. Yeah. I didn't really pick up too much else except, but like, it's one of my favorite. Yeah, it's a good one. It it rocks out. Yeah, it's a it's a rocker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything else for this one. I guess one. not. I have yeah, nothing else for this one. one. Let's move on. Let's go to what it is. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, did you pick up anything from this one? My my notes are, what is his problem? His problem <laughs> sounds like it's a woman. Right. Uh, she doesn't like the songs he plays. <laughs> um, oh, my God. He says something about she... I heard him. I heard. I'm pretty sure, sure he says she goes around giving away head. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does say that. And then he says something about, um, uh, pay. She charges the same no matter what. I think he's got a prostitution problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, actually, though, like, um, one of the lyrics I think I heard is. You've got a problem, it's a sin. Yeah. So I think it's like, again. Is he talking to himself or is he just like I, I don't I don't exactly know how the narrative works, but I think I think that's essentially the gist of it. Okay. So your takeaway is he has a problem with hiring sex workers. Yeah. I think so. And my my question was, what is his problem? And the name of the song is what it is. What it is. So I think it's a beautiful what it is, is 
He's a sex addiction. Yeah. So, God, all over the place. This this, this damn album is is wild. Because that's not even like if you were like a fundamentalist. I guess if you're like a closet white nationalist who's trying to be like a good person, but then is also like, you know, has really terrible, a terrible belief system and you have a prostitution problem, I can see how that would be like a secret yeah. or something. There are a couple times in this record when he talks like surprisingly explicitly about things yeah um which is weird for like all kind of like the explicit christian yeah stuff going on yeah uh it's kind of cool though i mean if this is christian music it's like cooler than most christian music (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, i don't know it definitely i don't know i just i wish that the songs had enough of like a linear like connection that it wasn't you know because we could answer the question like okay is it are they literally white nationalists or not if if like there was a common thread between the songs of like you can tell that they're serious yeah but like i just can't yeah they just like keep jumping all over the place lyrics were released for this record yeah yeah this record wasn't uh wasn't a major release of his so they don't have the lyrics yeah we don't have a lyric sheet for it yeah um but that's that's fine. We'll move on to. I, I mean, it has a vast catalog, so I'm gonna assume we probably yeah. won't have. We won't have lyrics, probably honestly for most. Uh, most, yeah, of them. Yeah. most of these are like independent releases. Pretty are, deep cuts. Yeah, very deep cuts. Um, how about Raven? Did you do you remember anything about Raven? Raven, I put racist against the Native Americans. <laughs> yes, I believe the chorus is Indian Vision. Gives me the element of blues. Right. Uh, I don't know what that means. Now, also, he could be talking about people from India. You don't know. True. That's the other thing is because there was... I mean, the only other thing is like raven, and I feel like there was some sort of animal imagery. Was there something about like a white owl? Do you remember hearing yeah, something about that? Yeah, there was some other sort of like clearly, I don't know, western animals... Yeah, I and guess it ravens is, might live in India. I don't know. I mean, I think they, I think they do, or some something like a, a raven. Well, okay, let's break it down. Indian, the element of blues. Blues. Wait, what? what how did it go again? Indian vision. Indian vision. Gives so me the element, the element of, blue. of blue. So blues implies music, like music. the music, the blues, possibly sadness. Maybe. If you got the blues. And the elements of it would be, like, the instrument, like, down-home chugging, or, like, whatever. Maybe. I mean, he might be, they might be Native American. We can't really tell. Indian? But what would the, so, the only thing I'm thinking, immediately that comes to mind, is, like, in Pocahontas, when the guy throws stuff on the fire, and it shoots up in the air, and it's, like, all those colorful images on... Yeah. On the walls. So all right. I'm thinking is they're like in Idaho around a campfire doing ayahuasca with like a Native American guy right. throwing powder onto a fire and then it's the element of blue. Do you think they're painting with all the colors of the wind? I, yeah. Probably. Something. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. Again, like, my thoughts on this are so scattered because it, there's just no, like... <laughs> there's no, there's no like, like, it's commonality. Just like, what's going on? It's like, Idaho. <laughs> I don't know, like, if there was some sort of, like, thesis statement on it. And, like, I'm not somebody who needs to have a concept for a record. Like, you can just have songs, and they can just be about stuff. But, like... Yeah. I don't even know what it's about. Like, I don't know what no. these are about. I have, yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah. Um, I said the guitar solo wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. I have very little for this one. Yeah. Um, the next one, though, The Dying Thief, is actually pretty straightforward. Okay. So what's the breakdown? Breakdown on this one is... Oh, one thing I did put is it sounds like The Tourist, like the Radiohead song. It sounds like The Tourist at first. <laughs> God. It's also, like, really boring. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically just him talking about, like, Jesus died for you and 
right. and washed away your sins. Because the one, the dying thief is the one who was on the cross next to Jesus. Yes, right, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a lot of references to the the cross and like it's very overtly Christian, whereas some of the other ones are just like you know references here or there. Um, but yeah, this song sucks. It's like long. Literally, and not good. my one thing is slow songs are boring and ruin albums. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I go hate that, far, that but shit. This is, this is good. No, but for real, like especially with something like this, and this is one, two, three, four, five. There's seven songs. There's seven songs. Or there's eight songs. I'm sorry. So yes. it is considered an LP, basically. Yeah, sure. The last song hardly counts it's all agreed but but like having track six be like a slow jam yes is i it, it's kind of common i kind of get it to me it just ruins the album it's like yeah you know you got this like thing going and raven the one before it is like it's pretty like chilled out it's pretty slowed down kind of yeah. Or not really. I don't know. But, like, just when an album just, like, stops in its tracks like that, it's yeah. just like, okay, well, now I just don't care. And you're going to skip that one, you know? Yeah. I like, know. I think I think if you have a slow song, it should be, like, track four. Track four. Track five. Track end of a record. End of the record, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the beginning and the end, you want to start and end on your best foot with your best oh, right. foot forward and backward what's um so your issue with it is that it's too late in the record yeah okay. it's too slow and it's too late in the record for me to want to pay any attention to yeah. it or even get close to finishing it yeah i don't know i think for me less than it being a placement issue is just a the fact that it's a boring song like yeah. it sucks i think that the track after this is great <laughs> i love this yeah, yeah, track right. after this all right let's just so. talk about the track after this. <laughs> yeah. so we've got dystopia <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't even bowie this is like i put sesame street vocals <laughs> yes <laughs> this is like muppet shit it kind of sounded like weird al to me it, yeah it was it was in the realm of weird al yeah um some of the lyrics i remember from this one were i fought a snake i fought a shark i threw down girls in the park oh my god <laughs> so many things going on in that one line like is he on land is he in the water <laughs> like is he on a boat but then but then immediately after that he says i think i i could have heard this wrong but i'm pretty sure he says i jacked off a man in black <laughs> <laughs> i I don't know what's happening with this song. It rocks, though. It, it song, totally rocks. <laughs> it's great. This is the standout track on the record for me. Well, and it's just because, ah, oh God, when with a lot of these records, the name of the song will be the word you hear the most. Yes. And when you're dealing with songs that are good, <laughs> not great, yeah. like... It's going to stand out when the guy is just saying the name of the song over and over. <laughs> like, and that's not to say it isn't. It's probably the best song on the, yeah. on the album, but. <laughs> yeah, it's just really silly. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like crazy and energetic. and. Yeah, I had down that it sounds like it was written by, I don't know if you ever played Fallout. But like the Raiders from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In Fallout, there's like, they're basically like the, the desert dwellers who like, mm -hmm. put spikes on jeeps and just like snipe you. Is this like a, like a Mad Max kind of situation? Yeah. It's okay. yeah. But they're called the Raiders, and they like, just sounded like somebody bumping yeah. that in like a, you okay. know, down through the wasteland. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, if I ever play Fallout Three and like, okay, like, um, K 
Killing in the Name yeah. is the best soundtrack to fucking <laughs> yeah. any third-person shooter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, like, I can see this one being a good third-person shooter soundtrack, backing track. Mm-hmm. I should put together a playlist. We should put together a playlist. For sure. Um, okay. Yeah, so Dystopia. Dystopia. Uh, this record closes out. It's just called Track 8. Horribly. Yeah, it's called Track 8. It's, uh, they clearly phoned it in so much that they couldn't um, even come up with a name for it. Yeah, and like, <laughs> not even, it's horrible. Yeah. It sounds like, okay, you get together to jam or whatever. Yeah. It sounds like an off day with the band <laughs> jamming. <laughs> It a little bit sounds like everybody's kind of fucking around, like, getting their instruments to. I know that that is what it is. Yeah. Like, it was like, all right, guys, seven songs is not enough for an LP. (laughs) (laughs) We We need something longer. What were you, what were you playing the other day? And then he starts like a fucking lick. (laughs) And the drummer starts to go along with it. Yeah. And then they change it. It's like... It's like jamming, but like there's no musicality. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've I've had that before, where you get together and you're like hungover or whatever. Right. You're like trying. You're like, all right, let's not run the set. Let's just, let's just like go through. Let's try to like do something a little different. And it's just off. Yeah. That's what this is. <laughs> it's like that on which maybe that's like a statement or something. Maybe I don't know. Probably not though. I can't imagine. Just though. I yeah, like legitimately, this is this yeah. is terrible. Yeah. So this record is a bit of a a mixed bag, I would say. It's like the definition of a mixed bag. Yeah. And like the subject matter is like volatile, all the but it's like so yeah. many different subjects. Oh, totally. Yeah. And there's no, like, statements about it. It's just, like, no. kind of, like, buzzwords and... Not, not even buzzwords, just, like, just, like, racial <laughs> and, like, yeah, gender. Ra- racism, sexism. Like. A lot of, like, gun, gun stuff. Religious. Religious. Sim- like, symbolism. symbolism. Um, and, Yeah. It's like, like, I bet you Sufjan Stevens has some fucking, okay, so, like, I probably listen, or I've listened to all of his music or whatever, because he's amazing, but also, I bet you he has, like, some really dense, like, record that has a lot of, like, imagery and, and just sort of makes all these different references to, like, religion and, like, all this is. other, yeah, like, yeah. that dumb shit, like, that's, like, this. But if it's just like not long enough, <laughs> just like poorly played, yeah, and like he was like his mind was just well. I mean, a good takeaway: his mind was kind of all over the place with this record. Yeah, yeah. Um, Location-wise, he was in he was either in Seattle or Idaho. We don't know. Don't know where his group was based out of at that time. Literally don't know. <sighs> yeah. It's too bad we can't get, uh, you know, more information out of him for stuff like this. True. Yeah. But, you know, he's a, he's a, fickle, he's a fickle guy. Yeah, and I will say, um, I think I lacked in my due diligence a little bit this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could have done a little more. Reaching yeah. out, but you know, it's been busy and Well, you know, yeah, exactly. And he you know, he's not gonna respond to every one of them anyway. Certainly. I mean, there's a lot to go through. This there's is like forty four that we're on now or something. Forty four? We're on like the forty fourth out of forty eight. I mean the What are you talking about? <laughs> whatever that is, the six out of well like if we're going in reverse order... Oh, are we going in reverse order? Well, we're going chronologically. Right. So we're starting with the first one after... Yeah. 
Where's yes. the the, la- the latest to the most recent? Right? Yes. That's what chronological the, is. The earliest to the most recent. Earliest to the most recent. So yeah. this would be 44 of the 48 that we're going over. I would call this one <laughs> number five that or, we're doing. Yeah, but like... If you have like a collect like a Superman Stevens box set, yeah, you're gonna call Idaho forty or forty three or whatever forty five. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know because it- <laughs> I would say the one that came first chronologically would be number one. Doesn't that make sense? I get it. well, but like so, Fallout One came first. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> so it's all right. Steve. So it's five. Yeah. So this is number five out of whatever out of forty-eight after after Michigan and Illinois. So technically seven, but yeah. I don't really know why we were. I don't know either. Trying to figure that out, but it's certainly not important. No. Yeah. Um, do you have any? Yeah. I guess we kind of talked about sort of concluding. Concluding thoughts on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any? Um, do we have any? Concluding thoughts? No, not any concluding thoughts. We did those. Oh right. Um, the uh, honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions? I have one honorable mention. Um, oh right. Yes, this is from last time. <laughs> this is from last time. I have one honorable mention for sure. I can I can go back. Yeah. We did talk about how. Um, we are maybe going to switch it up so that we're not playing anybody's music if they don't want us to. Yes. So we could just have this section be just an honorable mention. Yeah. We're going to mention what they are. Literal mentions. Let's mention. Let's mention. A mensch. My bestest mensch. Bestest mensch. What is that from? I don't know. But I think it's, it's a nice from New Girl. Say. You think so? Do you like that show? I do like that show. It's a little it's a, it's a lot sometimes. It is a lot. It's a lot and later in the seasons too. Yeah. It gets like a little frenetic. Frenetic. Yes. I watched a whole a whole video about whether or not <laughs> about Manic Pixie Dream Girls and yeah. whether or not Zoe Deschanel plays them. Okay. What was the argument against it? Um, that, like, her in, what, she's in 500 Days of Summer? Like, it doesn't technically qualify as a Manic Pixie Dream Girl, and neither does Jess in New Girl, because they're, like, people with their own stories. I, Jess definitely isn't a Manic Pixie Yeah, dream but, girl. like, you kind of understand why somebody would say that she is. Like, I guess so, she but has, that's like, mostly just... Same- characteristics i think that's just because it's zoe deschanel and her well it's like the whole like quirky girl right who's like uber positive but it's like the difference is that like she's like a fully fleshed out character who doesn't just like isn't just there to like serve a male character yeah i mean i i'm sure i guess for me there's like a separation between like a quirky a quirky looking like a Zoe Deschanel vibe that you could say is like a manic pixie dream girl and then like narratively just like creating a female character that has no substance and is only there to have like that manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. I think that's is that kind of what the video was that's doing. What the video was oh, doing. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But some people would some people would call Jess A. Well, those but they're people... saying that they really don't watch enough of the show. Yes, yeah. you're right. She's a very uh, three dimensional. Yes, but five hundred days or whatever days of summer. Yeah, she's definitely. No, that's where that, that came not. from. Um, or did it come from something? It, it did come from something else. I'm trying to remember what the film was. Uh, but in five hundred days of summer, like the whole premise of the movie is like this guy wants and i haven't actually watched the movie i'm just i watch it okay full disclosure when i first saw it i hated it yeah 
but it was because I was with somebody. I hadn't really gotten, like, my heart broken or whatever. Oh. And I was with somebody, and this is the person who just, like, tore me up. Oh, wow. So I think I was watching it, like, oh, that's so lame. Like, that's never going to happen to me. And then, like, a year later, <laughs> just, like, fucking. Right. I bet if I went back and watched it, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But, like, um, her function in that movie, like, she is, like, she has her own goals and aspirations. And she, like. The whole thing is that he wants her to be that. But, yeah, I but mean, he she, is kind she of won't the, be that. Right, he is kind of the dick, Yeah, I think. Sort of projecting what he wants, yeah. which I get. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch it again, though. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I definitely won't. <laughs> I have other things to do. Yeah. Like, look this up. Totally. Um, yeah, so the one I definitely wanted to mention... Tell me. ...is... Oh, that's right. From last week... Yes? Idaho. Idaho. Um, yes, by... S- slow Pulp. Slow Pulp. Right. So, they fucking rock. Again, this is a Sufjan Stevens project. Um, straight out of my hometown... Not hometown. Straight of out of... They, Where you live? They're based in Chicago right now, but oh. Slowpop is fucking sick. From Madison? Yes. Originally in Madison. It's just like really good indie rock. Great. Like really nicely produced. Mm-hmm. You know, super listenable. <laughs> in yeah. like the best way possible. Not like, Right. But, and then the other thing I had is this album called Idaho Baked Potato Beets. <laughs> <laughs> Idaho Baked Potato Beets? I love that. And not like beets like the root vegetable, like beets. Okay, beets. Um, by Stay Low Productions. Stay Low Productions. And it's literally, the cover is a fully loaded baked potato with a oh, bunch of... Oh, hell yeah. Cannabis, <laughs> a bunch of weed leaves on either side of it, and it's just like this fucking sick, like, yeah, yeah, like, just beat sample track, yeah. So, I don't know. It's fucking hilarious. Great. And I was thinking we could do that one, but we didn't really have time. Yeah. Okay. That would been fun. Yeah. Do we have anything else? I don't, do you have honorable mentions? I don't have any honorable mentions. I feel like I'm going to source most of those. You are the source of all of them. Okay. You're not even <laughs> going to consider it? Well, I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe one of these days. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, I think that's all we've got for uh, for Idaho this time. Ida- Idaho! Idaho! I don't know. I you don't know. know. I don't know. Idaho. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>